Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. I'm Kevin. This is Mark. And I'm Justin. And we are back again for another recording session, and today we are going to check out Oyster Bay Brewing Company out of Oyster Bay, Long Island. Um, Justin's, one of Justin's finds, so Justin... The ball is in your court. All right. So I, uh, I took a visit over to them yesterday. They're uh, in a new location, uh, not new. They've been there about a year, and uh, apparently their old location was really small. But uh, I can say that their new space is very spacious, and I uh, enjoyed, enjoyed uh, getting to see all the brewing equipment, and there's a large bar, plenty of seating. But uh, to take it all the way back to the beginning, uh, Gabe Haim and uh, Ryan Schlotter uh, got their love for beer uh, back in college, as I'm sure many people uh, did. Loving beer in college, thats that makes sense to me. Yeah, it definitely does. And um, uh, about six years after that, uh, they uh, Gabe made a trip down to Florida, and uh, his cousin was a brewer at a, uh, a restaurant there, and uh, found out about homebrew. Came back, immediately ordered some equipment, and told his friend Ryan about it, and they've been brewing together ever since. They opened uh, Oyster Bay Beer Company in uh, 2012, and they moved into their new location in February 2016. Okay, cool. Um, now I wanted to. Can you cl- um, clarify a little where they are? Like, are they all the way down in the village of Oyster Bay, or like, yeah. are they all the way down by the water? Um, it's not all the way by the water. It's pretty close. Okay. But they, um, yes, they are in uh, the village proper. Actually, it's in a great location. It's right next to town hall. And oh, I say okay. right next to town hall. It's right there. That's cool. And uh, they, uh, um, what was going to say? They have, uh, I think it's not nine, ta- nine or ten taps, and they're right off of. Uh, the, uh, the the street they have the festival on the Oyster Bay Way, okay. so essentially Main Street. If you know yeah. where the uh, the coin store is that Keith Hernandez used to rep on the Mets games when we were kids, <laughs> they're like right next to it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Oyster Bay Oyster Bay is a nice little downtown area. There, it's one of those ta- uh, you know North Shore towns that are you know ancient as far as the U.S. is concerned, and it's still nice to go hang out down that way. I have no real familiarity. I've probably been there before, but I, I'm what you said just now, Justin. I knew nothing. <laughs> You're not even aware of Keith Hernandez wrapping a coin thing. No, really? Oh my god! I don't think you, Mark is really big on baseball. I'm not either. I hate baseball, but like when I was a kid, I kind of liked it. And Keith Hernandez was my hero. Um, and now that after I found out he did a bunch of drugs in the in the clubhouse, I'm like twice his hero. Well, that, like that was all the 68 bets. Yeah, but see, 60. No, it was oh, sorry, 86. 86 yeah, a little, sorry. <laughs> little, I put the emphasis on the wrong number there. Yeah, we're not that old. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I meant Keith Hernandez was that old, but that's he fine. Is. But anyway, less about Keith Hernandez, more about beer. I'm pretty sure he'd agree. All right. Uh, what um, what beers did you find for us today, Justin? So I, I sampled everything, and they have a, a lovely Groupon where you get a uh, an empty 64-ounce growler, two pint glasses, all of which is, uh, has a great etching of their uh, logo on it. And you also get to, uh, t- uh, f- five glass tasting for two, okay. which um, they, you get their signature beers. So okay. I started off with the ones that they deem their signatures, and then I got some of their special ones. And from those, these are the three I picked. Now, their logo, that's the one with like the whale yeah, tail. Yeah, it's the whale tail sticking yeah. out of the water. It's cool. I mean, it's it's a nice art where it's nice artwork. I've seen it on some of the, um, you know, some of the cans and stuff floating around. Yeah, it looks almost like the sea, a town seal, like you know, uh, a village seal or something like that. But then it's got the whale tail up there and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a nice. It's definitely, uh, I think, a well done logo. Not not as nice as our uh, beer tastic uh, voyage logo. Well, ours is 
beautiful in its simplicity, and that's what makes it fantastic. Yes. And we might be a little biased. Maybe, maybe. I'm not. But I just know I'm a fine art connoisseur, obviously. Clearly, because you hang out with us. Um, <laughs> exactly. So we, I, I picked up uh, – I, what I wanted to get is I was going to get a stout and a porter from them. Their oatmeal stout's very good. But I decided to leave their oatmeal stout out um, so we could get more of a sampling of their different styles. Okay. And uh, I brought back their honey ale, which is a golden ale. Uh, their Sagamore Dark Lager, which is, uh, was my personal favorite, and I believe that's the first one we were going to taste. And their Zero Dark Thirsty uh, American Porter. Yeah, so on that subject, uh, they didn't label the growlers for you when they filled them, so I picked one and poured it out. And, that, uh, that's the Dark Lager, for sure. Okay. Well, I've been drinking this, and it's quite tasty. Yeah. Uh, as you can probably tell, I'm a little congested, so... I can't really make comments about the aroma, but the beer is very nice. Well, I will say on the aroma, on the aroma, it's got a little bit of malt aroma in there, but it's not huge. There, I don't think you're missing a whole lot on it, Mark. Okay, because that's what I get, but I didn't know if I was missing anything. No, I don't think there's a lot of uh, a subtlety to to this. Uh, I think this is a pretty standard dark lager, but I had never had a dark lager before. And uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, how clean it was and the, its ability to give me sort of a, a darker beer flavor with some coffee um, without having it to be a porter or a stout. Um, I mean, I'm holding it up to the light. It's a nice dark amber color. Um, had, when we poured it out, had just a little bit of head on there. But this is, this is my kind of beer. Like, this is something... This is, this is a daily drinker. Like this is one of those ones. Like I feel like, uh, not that it should be, just be like, if you go, if you go into a bar and they said, what do you want? Dark or light? They should just pour you. You say dark. They should just pour you this and not ask questions. Like this should just be like a house beer that this is what we make. And this is what we serve. And we do everything with it. You know what I mean? Like, I, like it just, not that it's not that it's so amazing that I want it and everything, but it's just like, I feel like it's really utilitarian like it's it's able to do a lot yeah i would agree with you but it also it's nothing special to me and uh like i it's not bad in any way but there's also not that much going on that really keeps my attention you see I, for me the the subtle the subtle flavors is are what it keeps me going back to it because I'm catching a little piece of coffee on on one sip and then another sip I'm getting more of a sweetness and it, I it just seems to me that I I can't quite figure out exactly what it is so I just keep having more of it and I like it. No, I uh, Justin, I get what you're saying on that, and I'm kind of I think I lean more in your camp on that one, um, and that's what I mean. It's just it's a good, comfortable, solid beer that you can just drink and just have and. I think you serve it with, you know, any number of meals and it goes well with any number of meals. Like it's not, I'm not saying it's, you know, the greatest thing that I've ever had or, but it just, if you said, Hey, I didn't, I just asked for a beer and you handed me this. I'd be very happy that this is what you handed me. Yeah. What, one of the things that they do on their menu is they, they, the flavor text that we have that I'm going to read to you in a minute is all from their menu. The website didn't have it, but their menu, in addition to that, not only has the ABV and IBU, but it tells you the grain bill or grist, if I want to sound cooler, and the, uh, the the hops that are used in each one of their beers, which is really interesting. Can you lay that on us for this one? I can. So the flavor text is uh, a medium chocolate-colored lager with aromatics of caramel, light roast coffee, and pipe tobacco. 
It has a medium body with hints of toffee and finishes clean with a trace of spiciness and malty sweetness. I didn't catch the spiciness in there, but, um, you know, maybe that's one of those ones that you catch a little more when you get it on tap as opposed to, or, you know, fresh from the tap. Spiciness is also one of those terms that's so ambiguous. Ambiguous? Uh, now who's got the emphasis on the wrong syllable? I know, right? <laughs> that it, I mean, I, I could kind of see where they're going with that, but uh, I also agree with you, Kevin, that it's so subtle that uh, yeah, it, it's maybe grasping at straws there. Yeah, as far as the, the grain bill, it was interesting to me now that I've started brewing a little bit that they are, uh, it looks like their base malt they used for this was a, was a Pilsner, which I think is pretty standard for a lager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they for their specialties, they had uh, Munich Flaked Maize Midnight Wheat, which I've never heard of. Midnight Wheat is uh, a heavily killing wheat, so kind of like chocolate malt, but okay. it's wheat instead of barley. Huh. That's interesting. Okay, that expl- that explains a lot. Uh, I think that that hits a lot of the the note then because I taste I tasted that same kind of um the wheat that we had in the in the last beer we had when in Justin's beer. Yeah, the uh um midnight wheat's probably also where it gets a lot of its color from too. But it yes. also has it also has uh caramel, it doesn't say which one. Um victory and the hops used were magnum. Okay, so that is just a bittering hop in this then. Yeah, they probably just boiled it. Um I mean I I I I really like it. I think it's a good, solid beer, and um, uh, I'm not trying to say it, no. I I understand it's bad or there's anything wrong with it, but for me, it's just a pint, and I can't. I I don't want more than a pint because it's not doing enough for me. After a pint, I'm gonna want something else to drink. See, you know, we drink so much beer together that when I pick up the beers, I think to myself, okay, I wonder what they're gonna what they're gonna give, right? <laughs> yeah. So at one point, we should do that. We should play a game where we write down what we think each person is gonna <laughs> give it and see how how close we are. Bring the little whiteboards in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we'll have we'll have to we'll have to do a video for wait, that. One. <laughs> yeah, we'll do we, that. We'll do that on Facebook Live. There you go. But uh, I actually thought that Mark was going to be blown away by this beer. I really did. I thought that you were going to love it. I don't, I don't not sure why, actually, now that you say all the things you said. But when I drank it, and it, maybe it was because I had had my tasting, three quarters of my wife's tasting, and um, even some of her wine, that I thought that. But No, I, 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 I kind of agree with, with you on this one. And I think it's a – I think it's a wonderfully simple beer. You know, I don't, I, it's, it's in that situation that I'm actually not, it's not trying to be more than it is. And it's well done in how, in, in what they intended to make. I think that's, I think it's well done. I'm going to have a bomber on this one. You know? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go is all the way up to a growler. Alien signaling us now? Yes, I don't know if the, the rest of everybody can hear this. Yeah, so I'm going to apologize to the listeners. I have a two-year-old daughter who has a drum, and she likes to use it, and that's what you're hearing upstairs right now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You got, I, I don't believe that they heard the uh, the fire uh, fire uh, sirens when they were, you know, when my house was burning down a couple of episodes ago. That was more Are than a sure couple. Are you sure it didn't? No. <laughs> I said I haven't gotten a check from my insurance company yet, so if it did, I'm pretty pissed. <laughs> um, okay, so for my rating, I'm going to go Growler, and uh, it, it's I I it's the first time I've had a dark lager, so maybe it's just the kind of the newness of it. But it, the second I drank this beer, I'm like, I really have to get up building that fermentation chamber because I didn't know that lagers could be dark. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what dunkles are. 
Yeah, see, that I haven't even delved into the the. I, I've had his uncle, and I just and I haven't even delved into the idea of any of those a doppelbach or any of those. Well, so Bach just means strong. Dunkel means dark. Oh, okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> so that that's your uh, your German for this episode. There you go. All right. So for the next one, uh, this is uh, their honey ale, which was one that I did not have a lot of. Um, uh, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. It's uh, it's on paper. It, it sounds like a great beer, but just didn't. I didn't think it would be as interesting as it is. And this is another one that I think just ahead of time for everyone that I think Mark is going to be into. It's uh, a golden ale, five point two percent ABV with twenty two IBUs. Well, um, it has an interesting aroma. I'll say that right off the bat. I'm surprised that I didn't. I've never read a description of it. I've only seen the the can, and I was honestly I wasn't expecting a golden ale. I was kind of expecting something more along the lines of like honey brown, right? Yeah, you know, like that kind of beer. But um, you know, this is a really bright, clear straw, golden straw color, and ton of effervescence in there. It is bubbling like crazy. Yeah, it's it's very, uh, very persistently bubbly. Yeah. This guy, this one would be my, um, my my show off. Hey, look look at how pretty the beers that we make are. <laughs> like this, this this is the model beer. Yeah, one of the other other interesting things is I, I did not write down the name of the place. Actually, I can probably get it on their site real quick through Google Food. But this is made with uh, local honey, and it's from Bee Haven in Locust Valley. Okay. Yeah, I have read that previously, and this is one of the their beers that I've been interested to try. So I'm glad it's one of the ones that you brought back. Now you mentioned something about the the you said the aroma on it. Yeah. You, now what are you picking up in the aroma? Because I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm not sure what I'm picking up, so I kind of want you to feed me some words here because I'm having a hard time finding. Well, what when I, I first stuck it. my nose in the glass, I got hops, but not any one in particular that I could put a name to. But now okay. that I'm going back, I don't even get that. Again, it might just be my congestion. I w- well, I was gonna say because I don't really get a get a hop aroma on there, or if it is, it's very slight. But um, I I don't know how to phrase it. I'm, there's something, and maybe it's just you know my bad breath reflecting back out of the glass at me. That that doesn't smell right. But um, you know, the first sip is really nice. I like it. It's light and sweet. Yeah, it, uh, you know, again, we we did an episode all about meat, obviously, which is an entirely different animal. So it was nice to, nice to have a uh, a beer made with honey and to see how, see what the differences are. I mean, obviously, the, you know, the fact that we, we had more than a couple of sips and we're not already hammered is probably the, the, start, the start of that. <laughs> but it, uh, it, it, the sweetness that the honey provides on the flavor it is amazing. And then the uh, little bit of bitterness that I get on the back balances it out really nicely. And obviously, any good beer is going to have a balance. Um, I know that's something that a lot of people who are uh, into brewing can't stand when people use the word balance because obviously you're trying to balance everything. But it, it, I, I really enjoy it as as everyone can tell because I, I pretty much just slam the uh, little tasting pour that I had. You know, to me, it. T- um, what hop? What you said you had the hop uh, list for? Which one is it in here? It's we have Bravo and Crystal. Okay. Um, I think it's a. It's a good, you know, light lager that's got, you know, a little bit of honey sweetness in there and it's it's tasty. Again, I don't I'm it's not overly complicated and what it's trying to do it does well. 
Yeah, the, uh, the the grist on it also is pretty uncomplicated. It's got two row uh, wheat and crystal, and then the honey, and that's that's all it's got. So it, it's pretty, uh, I'd say, pretty complex for having that little that little uh, difference and and practically no uh, specialty, especially malt. Well, throwing the little wheat in there, I think, helps them out with that. Well, it gives them the body. Yeah, it, you know, I have no idea what percentage the honey is contributing fermentables in it right no i know there's it's this i don't i don't know if it, this is like uh ingredients on a on a the back of oreos that you know where the ingredients uh there's only the, one ingredient that matters my friend yes bonus 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 with a side of bonus no. if it's like the back of the back of an ingredients thing and honey is the second thing on their list so if it's i don't have the percentage but if it's in the order of what you know a volume of volume thank you it the honey would be the second thing behind two row yeah, I was just curious because uh, I definitely in the I definitely got hops when I initially poured it out of it, and that dissipated pretty quickly. And then I'm pretty sure the lingering aroma that I got after that was from the honey itself. Ah, uh, that's why I was wondering if you happen to know how much was in there. I, I from from just from me tasting it, I, I'm really thinking that there's a significant amount in there. I think that there's a little bit um, more than than we would think. I, the level of sweetness that we get, um, there's, I don't think there's really much of anything else in there um, that's going to give us any, any sweetness. No. Um, I'm going to go um, get us started on the ratings for it. And for me, you know, I'm going to go it's – a, it's a solid pint. It's, you know, it's, it's there. It's a good beer. Um, summertime, I'll probably drink more of them. But, yeah, um, I'd agree with you on you know, right now it's a gross, rainy, cold February day, so it's maybe not the, you know, what I'm looking for. I want something that's going to warm me from the inside out, but yeah, I, mean, I think a pint is solid for me. Yeah, I agree with you, Kevin. It's definitely one of those good uh, summertime beers to be able to reach for. Um, that being said, I'm going to go with a bomber. A uh, couple of glasses of that. I'd be pretty happy, but if it's summertime and I'm heading to a barbecue, I'd certainly see myself picking up a six pack of that to bring along. Oh yeah, and I think I think you're gonna, I think anybody who grabs it is gonna be happy that you you brought that. That's not gonna be like the weird beer sitting in the bottom of the cooler that no one really wants that to I, touch. That, that's left after everyone's gone home. Yeah. yeah, it's not gonna be the checkpoint trolley. Somebody cracks open, hoping it's like Coors Light, and their face blows off. <laughs> Um, who did that? <laughs> that was I forget who. I mean, because I was excited when I found the one can like sitting in the bottom. I forget who it was, but it was at your Fourth of July party. Uh, okay. I can't. It was. I think it was one of your relatives cracked it open, like just to give it a shot. Yeah. And uh, it, the face that they made, they finished it. I, I know they didn't. They didn't not finish hey. it because I would have finished it. But <laughs> but they uh, but they they were surprised to say the least. I had too much to drink. I remember the incident, but I I had had too much. To drink that I don't remember who it was specifically. Yeah, my I just have a terrible memory. Um, so I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go bomber. I'm gonna agree with Mark. I think two two of that's pretty good. The um, it does sit in my mouth a little the uh, the sweetness and a little bit of the hop. Um, okay, but it also could be, I, have, uh, I haven't had a lot to uh, to imbibe today water wise, so that also could be a little bit of dry mouth. But yeah, you can get you can. This is one of their ones you can get in a six pack. So you'll find distribution of this, and I also think that this is. I, um, they have their barn rocker, um, which is their session ale, and that was it's named for the uh, Nassau Coliseum, R.I.P. And uh, what are you the, talking about? They refaced it, and they and they might be getting the Islanders back, man. Yeah, well, I hope that happens, but we'll see. The uh, but that that is a tasty 
Session Ale. That's one you can definitely drink all day. But this one is very similar to it in um, in the fact that you can drink a lot of them. And this the, one, to me, so is a little more complex. The Barn Rocker is not bad, you're saying? No, it's not. Because I've always shied away from that, knowing that it's a Session IPA. No, it's not an IPA. Just Session Ale. No IPA, for sure. I'm pretty sure that it's eight, an IPA eight, or 18, something. 18 IBUs. So it's an IPA. They're uh, way off. No, a session IPA. Oh, really? The IBUs on a session IPA can be that low? I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, depending upon how strong it is and being that it's supposed to be a session L, that's not unheard of for oh. me. But it, I, I mean, didn't, I had no, I, to me, it was more of a, a analogous to uh, any standard like sports beverage, Budweiser, uh, Coors Light, better than that. But, you know, analogous. All right. Know, no, no, I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Like, because yeah. that's one of the, along the same ones as you, Justin. Like, that's what they were going for. Yeah. I, because I've, I probably see the barn rocker more than I see anything else, but I have seen the honey ale and contemplated picking that up in you know my local supermarket. But uh, hearing your endorsement of the barn rocker, I'm definitely gonna give that a try next time I see it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably have that more than uh, than I have in the past. The uh, <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum is our is our next beer. Before we get into that one, I wanted to ask you real quick. Um, I saw out at one of the distributors they have an oyster beer. Yes. Did you try it when it was there? No, they didn't have that on on tap. Um, that they, cause, yeah. That I I know that's one of those like uh, weird, uh, you know, niche you know beers like that's supposed to be traditional to like you know coastal communities have done things similar to that. Founder uh, founders out in California has yeah. One. And I've I'd had be, Greenport Harbor's oyster stat, and I actually kind of liked it. I have I don't think I've ever had an oyster beer an oyster stout or anything and i'm kind of interested to try it so i mean uh, here here's our sidetrack for this episode oyster stats are one of those things that there's some variance some people just put the shells in the beer right some people put the whole oysters in okay and some people just put the meat of the oyster in, not the shell okay so it's a little it's a little bit of anything huh? yeah so there there's definitely some uh variability there as far as you know what you're actually getting in the the beer in the end but they they have a, a saltiness to them that like is, similar to a goza kind of saltiness yeah i would say maybe a little bit more assertive but not to the point of southern tears uh cherry goza yeah that oh. one was that one was a little rough <laughs> uh, I, I hated that you didn't hate it as much <laughs> <laughs> i mean admittedly it was a Super Bowl party, so there were tons of salty snacks. So I may have just been like ready for salty, but it wasn't. It wasn't pleasing. Yeah. No. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, something to wonder the next time you see an oyster stout. Yeah, I'm. It's it's one of those ones that I've I've seen it a couple times, and I've just never. I don't know if I've never been brave enough, or I've just never gotten around to getting to it. But I want to try it, and maybe we'll get one when they come out. Maybe we'll. Uh, We'll go revisit them. Yeah, I also love the fact that the founders one is called Pearl Necklace. There you go. <laughs> you, missed the, you missed the point of that joke. <laughs> founders is just is just go. They always go for the gusto with their names, old howling <laughs> bastard. And... Exactly. That surprises me because I know Flying Dog has a beer that they call Pearl Necklace too. Oh, I may be I may be just. I think old that. howling bastard is a blue point also. Yeah, you know what? You are. I I have nothing. Can, can we get a can we get a sad trombone sounder in here? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I just that was that was all sorts of sideways. Yes, you're Sorry, 100% dude. right. Flying dog is the pearl necklace. You're 1000% right. That's the one I was thinking of, not founders. Okay. And indeed old howling bastard is uh, blue point. So I'm going to maybe you were thinking of arrogant bastard. No, that's stone. I knew I I know founders has one. This this there's an old man on it. It's a barley wine. I like it. It just they just released it again. It comes in four packs. Get you really jacked up. Possible. I can see the I'm dude, I can, blank. I can literally see the box in my like like the side of the six or four pack like in my head, and I can't get the name. All right, all right so, this is making for say, fantastic radio, though. All right, so let, let's sorry move to, on sorry to, to the to derail you there. What's the what is it? This is, must be by by using my great uh, reasoning skills. This is the uh, zero dark thirsty, right? Yes, this is correct. <laughs> and what is it? <laughs> this, and so, what kind of beer is this? This is an uh, American uh, porter, which I'm um, guessing that the tip uh, tip as t- as is typical, the American means it's going to have. Slightly more uh, bitterness than uh, a standard porter. Yeah. It does come in at only 31 IBUs with 5.8% ABV. Well, it's completely opaque. Like, I can't see through it at all. Yeah, it's black, yeah. As, it's black as night. And when you smell it, you get the amount of chocolate I get off the aroma. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I mean, again, porter stout, it's a fine line. I would have, if you didn't tell me it was a porter, I would say this is a stout. From the aroma, from the taste, and from the color of the foam on the beer. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, f- a fine line, and I actually don't know exactly where the where the line is, but I, I had the same thought. I had had their oatmeal stout earlier during the uh, the aforementioned tastings, and that was pretty tasty. So I was looking forward to trying this, considering this was their one of their, I guess, for lack of a better term, specialty ones. It's not this isn't a standard one for them. The oatmeal stout's part of their signature, what they call their signature beers. They're always on tap, but uh, I I enjoyed this there. And I actually had a pint of it uh, while I was waiting to have the growlers filled. So I, I enjoyed this one. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Let me ask you this. Uh, what's in the grain bill for this? We have uh, two-row crystal, some more midnight wheat, chocolate malt, roast barley, and the hops are magnum. They dig on magnum. See, the roast barley is usually what people will point to to say whether or not something's a porter or a stout. So a barley would make it a porter versus stout? A roast barley would make it a stout, but a because roast barley is unmalted. Okay, so usually that's where people sort of draw the line in the sand. But again, it's one of those things that's kind of debated. Okay, but that's definitely the the roast barley is definitely like the roasty uh, character that I get out of this. Yeah, there's which that's is clear. why I think stout when I drink this. Yeah, it does remind me a lot of um, the uh, um, Black Friday. It's a little more, I think, I think more roasty and less smooth than the Black Friday. Yeah, definitely. But it, I mean, it's tasty beer. No, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, whether it's a stout or a call, porter, yeah, call yeah. it what you want. It's tasty. Yeah, this is this was this was the the favorite that I that I had had there. Um, and I had had this right after I had the my last taste of the the honey ale, and I thought that the two of them complemented each other. Like I felt like if, if I lived around the corner from there and I wanted to go watch some Islanders games, that it, I would go down there and uh, start off with a honey ale and finish with this. Well. I think the reason that you say it complements well is because that a little extra sweetness in the honey, uh, in the the honey ale, I think goes well with the roasts with the little bit of a bitter roastiness in this one, uh, in the zero dark thirsty. Because to me, it ta- you get that coffee, but it tastes almost like a roast, a dark roast coffee, that or you know that's a that's a little bit more bitter. Than some than sometimes other coffees, you know, you, you go to the. I know you, Justin, you don't drink coffee, and Mark, I think, just consumes as much caffeine as possible to keep him alive. 
No, I actually try to restrict myself to uh, a certain amount per day. Oh, okay. You're cutting back. So Good. I can sleep at night. It's two, it's two pots. <laughs> but, but, but. You, <laughs> but you guys understand what I'm talking about. Like sometimes you get, you know, you go to different, you, you oh, know, yeah. different this, company this coffees have different roasts. And this is not a smooth roast coffee or a light roast coffee. I think this is a darker roast coffee that's Definitely a little more is, bitter. Yeah. And, um, and I would see how the honey would kind of balance out together and make a nice, you know, and, and take the edge off that. That being said, I really like it. Yeah, I, the, the, This is by far, to me, the winner of the three that you brought today. Yeah, the, the, I, the roast in there um, kind of keeps me going back. I, it's also... Anything that can slow me down while I'm drinking beer is good. Not just for the obvious. I don't want to get, you know, all drunk and not not be enjoying myself. My birthday Sorry. party. Um, and uh, I this makes me slow down. And every time I drink it, the like, that roastiness just it sits on my tongue in a but in a pleasant way. It just kind of keeps building and, and stays in there. Kind of like um, uh, when you're having smoked meat. You know that that that. Uh, how it how it kind of coats the inside of your mouth and you know the corn tastes smoked everything kind of tastes smoked yeah i i i understand what you're saying there and i definitely agree with you that it that the roastiness kind of lingers on my palate but i like it it's uh, a good beer and i'm gonna call it a growler yeah i mean for me um i'm kind of debating between bomber growler that's like the territory i'm in right now and if you say growlette you're getting stabbed no no i'm not gonna say growlette um i think i'm gonna go with bomber on it simply because um the bitter is a little more than i want so i don't think i'd quite go for that third or fourth glass but two glasses i definitely would have that's fair yeah i'm actually in exactly the same ballpark and uh, I think I'm going to go growl. Uh, sorry, bomber for the same same reasons. Yeah. It um because of the lingering roastiness. I don't think that I, I I'm going to need to have uh, a whole growler of this at my disposal. Yeah, I mean, but again, yeah, I could definitely. You were talking about if we were local to them, just kind of popping over during the game and watching. I could see how if it was on a certain night, I might just drink these, and then on a different night, I might not even really want one. Yeah, that's because um, I'm kind of schizophrenic like that. <laughs> yeah, I think we, I think we all are. We tend to jump from from beer to beer. I, don't, I think Mark is the most uh, loyal to a beer in general. When he finds one he likes, you can you you, you uh, hang on to it. Uh, I can certainly. Yeah, you have I, to really like it. There aren't a lot of them. Yeah, I, I also, I really like trying new things. So, I those things might be different variations on the same style, but I like trying new ones. Yeah, and actually along those lines of trying new styles, while I was there, I met this couple, uh, Megan and George. If you're if you're listening, you said you would listen. So if you're not listening, <laughs> you can't hear me. But uh, yeah, I'm not happy. Megan and George, if you lied to him, <laughs> I'm gonna be angry at you because I have to hold him while he cries later. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that if Megan's listening, if I, if I listen to her properly, she's drawing right now at work, and I'll let everyone else out there try to figure out what she does for a living because I didn't know. So I asked her if she just sat around just doing nothing all day. She doesn't. She works very hard apparently, and. Uh, she works hard for the money. Yeah, oh, so hard. For oh the my money. god. Oh, we're getting into single. Yeah. I have uh, I have bad. headphones on. Stop doing that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah. So uh, I, had, I had a lovely conversation with them. They seem to be sort of starting on their like craft beer journey, and I I recommended some sour beers from to try, like Petrus, and um, going to visit our friends over at Dubco with their amazing uh, uh, Daryl Eugene that we got for the Super Bowl. Um, 
And uh, they, they told me about a couple of places to try it by them in Westchester, including a uh, apparently what they called a beer supermarket called Halftime. They said there was 20 aisles of beer separated by country. So okay. I feel like we should should probably take a trek up there at some point. They, they're actually supposedly going up to Captain Lawrence this spring. I'll bang out sick tomorrow. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I banged out sick on Friday. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, I haven't been to work since Wednesday, so... All right, fuck you both. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have the plague, so yeah, I don't, I don't. Okay, yeah, Mark, you have an excuse. Justin, I just fuck you. I enjoy talking to them while I was waiting for get my growlers filled, and uh, I hope they uh, hit us up and let me know what they thought of the Petrus in particular because uh, they sounded pretty interested. Is there um was there any other real standouts that you had while you were there? I, I did want to address the IPA situation. They do have six IP. If you count their double IPAs, six of the eleven beers they had on tap were uh, IPAs, and Obviously, IPA is not really our thing, but I did try all of them because I had the uh, we had the tastings and I had a second tasting just to round everything out so I could try some of their specialty stuff. And um, the the Alexa, which is a double IPA, was was interesting and uh, it had a, a significant amount of hop uh, aroma and, and taste, which wasn't my thing. But it, it was a complex beer that I thought that if you were into IPAs, would be one that you really want to try. And also their uh, their Mithram which is another double IPA, which is very hefty in terms of the, uh, the bitterness for me. But it was another one that was, was pretty, in, pretty interesting if you're, if you're into that. I, their Pilsner was one that I was going to bring back for Mark, but I'm, not, I'm personally not a huge Pilsner fan, so I did not want to drop the money <laughs> on a Pilsner and have to, uh, if Mark didn't like it, have to somehow consume it. They didn't have anything like, uh, they didn't have like loose cans or bottles like available? No, the, the only, they have cans of three things uh, there, Barn Rocker, Honey Ale, and their standard IPA. The okay. standard IPA was the, the one that... Uh, Is it, that what it's called? It's called standard it's IPA? It's called IPA. Oh, it's, right. they, they have... Um, five signature beers that when you go in there with the Groupon, right. the Groupon includes uh, either two or four, depending upon which one you get, tastings of their five sta- uh, uh, standards. Yeah, signatures, thank you. Okay. Which is Barn Rocker, Honey Ale, IPA, Oatmeal Stout, and the Pilsner. Gotcha. Um, and I, I liked all... I liked everything that I tried was, was interesting. They had a red IPA that was... I thought I was going to like more than I did. Um, but overall, I'd say that... It, just the space itself. There was a ton of TVs. The Islanders game happened to be on while we were there, so I kind of got the the full experience of an Islanders game on on Saturday. And honestly, it was like being at the Nassau Coliseum. The second that the Islanders game was over, a bunch of people left. A bunch more people came in that there weren't weren't coming. It's like people knew that I can't go there until the Islanders game's over. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably all Ranger fans. There you go. But uh, yeah, I got to watch the Islanders get crushed three nothing by Ottawa. Um, <laughs> sad. And uh, it was it was in, it was a nice atmosphere. A lot of people to talk to. I had a conversation with several other people that were there. Everybody uh-huh. was cool. You get to see their whole uh, brewing setup, like you know how like a Great South Bay. You can see it. It's all behind glass. Okay. It's not behind glass there. You can't walk through it, obviously. Right. But it's all just kind of over a little teeny wall. You can check that out. They had what about f- over like uh? Is it, so it's kind of like how um, Port Jeff is set up. How you kind of have that separate room where you just see the whole. S- brewing setup no it's, it's 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 like that but it's not separated by glass at all you're in it's in the same room as you there's oh, just okay. like a like a, a, a chest, wall. chest yeah exactly exactly okay. just a, a little wall over it they had four barrels there there were four barrels chilling out and hold on well, they had something on their thing on there oh here we go so no i can't figure out know what what's is. going on no i no i i uh i could not get i could not uh no one could tell me what was in there um, top secret, top secret. Uh, but uh, they have a double uh, Doppelbach coming. Speaking of Doppelbachs, 
a Denali single hop IPA, an Equinox single hop IPA, and a Berliner Weiss. Okay. So I'm, I'd be, I'd like to go check out the Berliner Weiss. Yeah, I'm also always a fan of Doppelbox, so I'd be interested in trying that one as well. Yeah, I haven't been up that way in about a year and a half now or so, um, but I'd be, I would definitely like to go and check out the place. It seems like it's a nice location to hang out at, and there's definitely enough beers there that I would be interested in. They had uh, actually, we have to go because oh, we have to go. They had shuffleboard, like the the bar shuffleboard. Yes, a full size table. That was gigantic. Awesome. It was really cool. They had cornhole too. Um, there was one cornhole set. There was okay. some people playing Exos, but they don't have the room to have like a like a, a regulation Taylor sized uh, um, <laughs> cornhole thing. Our friend Taylor, if you're listening, which you're not, I still beat you every time at cornhole. Yeah, it's fun beating him. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they, I saw that. I saw that, and some guys were playing, and I'm yeah. like, man, I got to get Kevin up here because uh, I would love to have one of those in my house. It's I, just too big. Those are those are so much fun. That's. I think, you know, when you always dream like, hey, what am I going to have in, you know, in my man cave set up? A lot of people are like, oh, I want the pool table. I want the pinball table. I want this. I'm like, no, nah, I just want the shuffleboard thing. That's all I want. Just that. That's all I need. It's the easiest thing on the planet to make. I, I could easily make it for you. It is just takes up entirely too much space. Does it really, though? Like, it's narrow. It doesn't have to be wide. It's narrow, but it's like 12 feet long. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fucking long. The, actually, the room we're in, in Mark's basement, we could right there. It would be ideal. Wink, wink. Uh, hush, hush. I don't know. The wife wants a pool table, so that kind of limits us. And also, like this, the, this whole wall has got to be bookshelves. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, all right. And and we still need to build a bar in here somewhere. Yes, I actually I, we have to talk about that because I was bored the other day, so I made some renderings of the bar wait, for wait, you. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Build the shuffleboard table into the bar. Yeah, we could do it with like a twelve foot bar over here, and then just... no one else can see the space, so they have no idea what we're yeah, talking this is, about. This is terrible. And, and but trust me, it's a nice big room. There's plenty of room for bookshelves. There's plenty of room for bars, and there's plenty of room for shuffleboard. So, Mark, I will talk with Amy, and I will put that in her brain and make her understand. Good luck with that. I don't think that's one of the things that she often played at college. So, yeah, but. I'll see what I can do. I'll put in a good word for you. And since we've gotten to that point, and Justin's giving me the, oh, God, we're still rambling about this stuff. Look, yeah. See, I, Megan, I Megan and George, time. if you're still listening, I told you. This is pretty much us rambling and yelling at each other and kind of giving you an idea of what these beers are. Yep. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. I hope you uh, try out Oyster Bay Brewing Company. And uh, thanks Cheers, for everybody. Us. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and cheers for local beers.